Hi, y'all. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I'm so excited to have y'all here today. It is Christmas week, counting down the days. This is Wednesday that I am releasing this, which means that we are, uh, let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four days away from Christmas. I'm so excited. I was going to do a little Christmas episode, but instead I kind of uh, went against the current here. Surprise, surprise. And I felt like I should release this episode. This is kind of what I've been feeling and what the Lord has been pointing out to me. And so I hope that you got your Christmas fix this week. And I hope that you will be with your family and friends on Christmas and surrounded by love. I just took a look at my download numbers and we just hit 560 downloads today. And that is a number that I did not think we were going to reach in the first little few weeks of me starting this. I definitely thought it would start off a lot lower and then gradually grow, but it is growing way past my expectations and I'm so thankful. And I really am like, I don't think y'all understand, like I'm doing this out of my bedroom. Like right now I have my iPad in my lap and I have my phone in my hands and my computer is on top of a squishmallow which if you don't know what a squishmallow is it's like a really fluffy stuffed animal and mine is a rainbow unicorn and uh the name tag on her is kennedy my friend jenna got it for me uh for christmas like two years ago and she is my podcast best friend because she holds my laptop which is very uh you know important so that i can kind of navigate things and edit and all the things Anyways, I am so excited to get into this episode. This episode is going to be about fear and anxiety, and there's definitely going to be multiple parts to this, but I'm probably not going to release them in order. I'll probably just, you know, stagger them throughout the series of our first season, and I am so excited about it because I think that fear and anxiety are glamorized in our culture. And so I just want to dive deep with y'all and see what that looks like and what the Bible says about it, what God says about it, and what Jesus says about it, and how the Holy Spirit can help us throughout this journey of uh, being anxious and being fearful. And with that being said, let's get on into it. So I'm going to start off in Jonah. And Jonah is a very, very popular book in the Bible, but if you are unfamiliar with it, I'm going to give you a quick rundown, and then we're going to kind of get to uh, kind of our point here. Um, So Jonah was a man. Basically, God told him to go to a really dangerous country, and um, he had a message to give them. He was going to destroy their country and kind of the area they were in if they did not turn to him and Jonah was scared and didn't want to do it so he went on a boat the boat there was a big storm and the sailors quickly realized that Jonah was the problem and so they threw him over the ship and the storm stopped and Jonah got swallowed by a big fish. Some people think it's a whale, but the Bible doesn't specify. And I didn't exactly do 
a lot of research on what kind of fish. To me, it doesn't really matter. It's a big fish. And the fact that he got swallowed in the first place is just hard to believe. Anyways, he spent three days and three nights inside this fish. And then Jonah called out to God and realized his wrongdoings. The fish spit him out onto land. Then he went to where God had originally called him to go. And he preached the word that God had given him and all the people were saved. And so very popular story. You don't exactly hear about people being swallowed by fish and then uh, being there for three days and then living because they were spit out on land. Like that's not really normal. I don't know about y'all, but like I, my dad used to fish a lot. Like I've been fishing with him like maybe twice, but you know, he dabbles. The only fish that I really encounter on a daily basis is like my beta fish. I don't really like, I don't eat fish. Like I don't live near a lot of water. Like the biggest fish I've probably seen was like a dolphin at the beach, like at most, like maybe a shark. But I don't really see, like, you don't see whales every day, you know? So there's a lot to unpack from the story. But none of it really has to do with what I'm going to be talking about right now. So we're not going to go into it. But the title of this episode is Fear is a Liar. And I wanted to start off in Jonah because Jonah was afraid. And we saw that at the beginning. He did not want to go to Nineveh. In I don't know if y'all have ever seen the movies. I guess they're movies. They're it's not a TV show. I don't know what it is. I used to watch it on the VHS and like DVDs in my church basement. Veggie Tales. The Jonah that they played was l- literally crazy because the way they portrayed Nineveh, they had these uh like little characters. I think they were peas like the little green things and they would go around slapping people with fish and that was just the way that they portrayed Nineveh but Nineveh was very bad and was just a very bad city and if you want to think of it as little vegetables slapping each other with fish then you know you do you that is how I grew up thinking Nineveh acted uh, in real time. So anyways, so in Jonah one twelve, it's kind of, I'm kind of skipping a little bit of the story cause I know we already ran through it, but basically there was a big storm and Jonah was asleep in, uh, I guess the equivalent to like the basement of the ship, like the lower deck, um, like the part that's under the water. I don't know what that's called, but anyways, he was asleep, which is really funny because there's also a story where Jesus was asleep in the basement of the boat. Anyways, so the sailors woke him up and Jonah said, pick me and throw me into the sea and it will become calm. I know it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Now, it mentions a lot in the book of Jonah that he was very suicidal And he did not know that he was going to be swallowed and saved by this fish. And so I think it's important to note 
that he was probably hoping that it would kill him so that he would kind of get out of what God had sent him to do. And so, you know, he they throw him in. The storm kind of, the storm calms. He gets swallowed by the fish. And then a few verses later, he said, In my distress, I call to the Lord and he answers me. From deep in the realm of the dead, I call for help, and you listen to my cry. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. Now, (laughs) let's unpack this. I am going to ask a few questions that are going to sound really weird if you didn't have context, but I gave you context, so you shouldn't think it's weird. I want to know, feel free to message me on any of my social media platforms. Uh, Instagram is a good way to get to me at the pod rooted. I want to know what your big fish is. And kind of to unpack that statement, I want to know what the Lord has to kind of trap you in in order to get you to realize that there's a problem. So, Kind of to unpack that, Jonah was running away. Jonah wanted nothing to do with God or his calling or any of it. He didn't want anything to do with life. Jonah wanted to die. It says there right in the Bible, he said he wanted to die. He told the Lord that. He prayed that the Lord kill him. And it took him being stuck in the belly of a fish for him to cry out to God. And I know we talked about the, in the seeds episodes, the planting and uprooting seeds, God will always know how much we can handle and they will give us how much we can handle. And that doesn't mean that we should go place ourselves in situations like, yes, we need water and we need rain in order to grow, but we shouldn't go plant ourselves in an ocean because that's not going to be fruitful. That's going to drown us out. And to me, the big fish was kind of like a timeout to Jonah. And it was kind of like, a you need time to think. You maybe kind of just a self-reflecting uh, time. And Jonah prayed inside of this big fish. It took him being swallowed by a fish for three days to call out. And he called out in his distress. And, you know, the Lord answered him. So then we skip a little bit to Jonah 4.3. And Jonah was talking like directly to God, like he was praying directly to God. And he said, now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. How many of you out there have maybe prayed that prayer or something similar? Suicide is such a big, big struggle in today's world. And I know that we're on the subject of fear, but I just want to address this really fast that it is talked about in the Bible and a lot, a lot of people and stories in the Bible. This is a topic because we are not the first generation 
to deal with depression and anxiety and fear and suicidal thoughts and suicide actions. And I just think that we think we are. We think that we have it worse than any other generation before. But really, it's the same feelings in a different generation. And our generation happens to be able to talk about it on social media. And so it does change the game. But we are not the first people to experience these feelings. It also says in Jonah 4.6 that Jonah went to go lay down outside of the city that he had just saved. Like he had just delivered the Lord's message and he was still angry. Like he was angry that the Lord saved this city. And when I look at it from an outside perspective, I'm like, Jonah's literally stupid. Like how could he be feeling like this? But this is black and white. Like for me to read this from an outside perspective, this is so like a right and a wrong way to read this when really like I've probably been in the situation a million times. And it says that he went and laid outside of the city and the sun was scorching him, scorching him. So the Lord provided a plant and it made it grow over Jonah and gave him shade and he was very happy. But when the sun rose, it killed the plant. And Jonah got really mad because how could the Lord give him this blessing and then just take it away? And Jonah said he prayed again to Jesus, said he wanted to die and that it would be better for him to die than to live. And he also said, how could you take my plant away? How could you give that to me just to take it away the next day? And God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry about the plant And Jonah said, it is, you know, being a little sassy. He said, and I'm so angry, I wish I was dead. This is the fourth time in Jonah we've seen that he wished he was dead. But the Lord said, you've been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend to it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. Basically, God is saying, why in the world are you upset over me giving you a blessing and you didn't tend to it. You didn't feed it. You didn't make it grow. This is the same as the fruit from the trees. We have the seeds, but we have to make them grow. Jesus gives us everything we need to make our fruitful seeds grow. And then when we don't tend to them, pay attention to them, And they die off and they become rotten and we get angry at the Lord for our wrongdoings when he gave us all the tools we needed to be successful. And I just think that that's such a crazy concept that we are so much like Jonah. We are like to the T, we are so much like Jonah. And in Matthew 625. It says, therefore, I tell you, do not be worried about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body or what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothes? I think so 
so, so, so much about my future and what it looks like and what it should look like and what I want. And I'm so greedy about my success in my life that I want, that I crave. I'm a workaholic. I will work until I can't work anymore. And if you go to Isaiah 41.10, it says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you in my righteous hand. The story of Jonah starts off with fear, and that fear became him running away. And I'm here to tell you that fear is a liar, and fear is from the devil. And unless it is a healthy fear of the Lord, it is not going to be fruitful, and it is not going to help you get anywhere. And I am a senior in high school, and I get asked probably eight times a week, what are you going to do after school? What are you going to do here? What are you going to do now? What am I going to do today? Like, what am I going to do right now? What am I like? What? What? Like, I get it. God gives us the tools and the abilities to plant seeds to grow in the future. And I'm so grateful that I have an education And that I have the chance to go to college and all of it. But I am so tired of people making me worry about my future when God says to focus on him. And that's what I'm trying to do while also, you know, preparing. And so I'm not really tied to any future plans right now. I'm open to anything but I'm not tied down by plans. Someone told me, uh, one of my great mentors, her name's Angie McSpadden. I call her Angie Mack. And she said, make plans, but don't be a slave to them. Make a schedule, but don't be a slave to it. Meaning you can have your schedule, you can have your plan, but you need to be all right if Jesus has his way with that plan and he almost always will. And so that is a good way for me to, you know, prepare for my future while also being okay. I trust that Jesus will lead me on the path that I need to be on. And so I'm making plans, but I'm not going to be a slave to them. And I think that the only thing we gain by fear is destruction. Did you know I Googled this? So I did not count. Uh, So if this is wrong, take this with a grain of salt. But I looked it up online and in the Bible app. And it says that the phrase, do not be afraid, is in the Bible 365 times. Now, (laughs) I one day will devote myself to finding out if that's true, but today is not going to be that day. And I read something online that said that uh, Jesus put that phrase in the Bible 365 times so that we can have a daily reminder of why we should not be afraid and we should put our trust in him. And I don't know about y'all, but I've just been so anxious lately. 
about everything. Everything. I'm just anxious and I'm not an anxious person. I can do a lot of things that uh, I should be really anxious for, but I'm not. And it comes down to the little stuff. And uh, my, my brother used to really struggle with anxiety. And when he was little, we would have to talk to him and we named his fear. We called his fear worry brain. We labeled it so that it became a little bit easier to understand. So we would ask him, is worry brain here or is worry brain back? And it was a tool that we used to identify our feelings. And it's crazy how much I still think about that. And the devil will whisper something in my ear and I'll be like, wait, that's worry brain. Like my worry brain is back and I need to turn it off and I need to tend to it the way that it needs to be tend to in order to shut it down. And normally that would be praying, you know, talking out with Jesus and God and looking at my Bible and my daily encouragements. And I just think that this, especially this time of year, is so scary. And being in high school and about to graduate, I am praying for the Lord's patience when people ask me, what are you going to do with your life? What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? Girl, I don't even know anything about what I'm going to do. And I believe that the Lord will take care of me. He always has and he always will. And that is my response to people. Uh, it's either that or, um, I don't know. I maybe will do any of these 45 different things I'm interested in. But I am very grateful for people that do care about my life and my future and are worried about me. But if I have learned anything through my testimony, it is that the Lord is always going to be there and he's always going to take care of me. And I just, I release the fear over my future. And I want to pray that over all of you that in Jesus name, the Lord releases any fear in your heart and in your mind. And I also want to pray specifically over the fear of the future because right now it's future this, future that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Shut that down in Jesus' name. Let Jesus guide you where you need to be and just let the Lord do the rest. And it's a daily cross that we have to pick up that we are going to choose to not be fearful and to not be anxious. And I know that's so hard, but I believe that the Lord will give us strength because the Bible tells us that he will and he tells us that he will. And I really hope that that is encouraging to y'all. Thank you so much for sticking out with me through this episode and listening to me and supporting me. Please reach out to me. Please let me know how I can be praying for you and how I can be helping you through your walk with fear or anxiety or any of it. And especially the suicidal part of this episode and what Joan was feeling 
Those feelings are real and I would love for you to reach out to me if you ever are struggling with suicidal thoughts or actions and I would love to just walk that out through you and see what that looks like and pray for you and offer you help and just a listening ear and just to be a friend and I love you all. That's all I have for you guys. Please follow me on social media, uh, the pod rooted on Instagram and the rooted podcast on TikTok. I love you all. Merry Christmas. Have a fantastic week.